Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, there's a, a team full of talented women that are playing right now, or arriving right now around the a country teams, I should say, as the FIFA Women's World Cup is only days away now. And the football ferns, well, they were desperate for some confidence, I would have thought, heading into this World Cup at home where they're going to play the opening game and try to get out of a tricky enough pool and create some history. So getting a 2-0 win against Vietnam last night, I thought would have been very important for them. And Wendy Henderson, she's going to be part of our coverage here on SCNZ when we get stuck into it, uh, commentating the FIFA Women's World Cup. Daniel McCarty will be involved as well. And it's a good morning to you, Wendy. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Last night, the football ferns, I mean, I just thought that they looked like a different team, to be honest, and, and Vietnam's probably not going to be the toughest challenge they have over the next month or so. But how important would that have win been for their confidence? Oh yeah, definitely. I um, I agree with you. It's probably the the best Ferns um, team that we've kind of seen out on the pitch so far. Um, but you know that that's where the competition's starting to get to now, where Yetkin needs to land on you know a starting eleven, and um, you know we're starting to see I guess two months worth of work um, be put out there on the field, and um, you know they've got some challenges ahead still. They do have challenges ahead. When you're in these sorts of environments and big tournaments, this team hadn't won a, a game in their previous 10 outings. Would that have been plaguing them or playing on their mind at all? If, if they didn't get over the line last night, would that have been an issue, do you feel? Uh, last night's win was definitely you know, needed, and it needed, um, they needed that win for, to build that confidence for the public as well. Um, I think when you're in those environments, you... Um, you're often sort of blocking out what's going going on around you, um, but you, you're definitely conscious of, I guess, previous games, pre, previous results, and like you say, ten matches without a win, um, it definitely starts to to play on your mind. Being a home World Cup, you know that pressure's on there as well. So um, yeah, the game last night was was really important for them. Uh, at points during uh, the last year or so, goals have been a, a massive issue. Have you? Did you see any any difference in um, the way that we were setting up our attack? And obviously, gone back to a slightly different formation up front. Do you think that that's what we might stick with now, heading towards? It? Would you be surprised if they then changed it again? Yeah, I guess I would be kind of surprised if there was um, any change from last night going into that first game. Um, it was exciting to sort of see, you know, in that front third, um, them having a lot more confidence going into that final third and and creating opportunities. I mean, CJ's goal, you know, she admitted herself it wasn't the cleanest of finishes, but you, you'll take it. So, 
you know, you don't score if you don't try and, and, and have a go at various situations. So it's, it was nice to see them in that final third having a bit of freedom, um, you know, taking opportunities and, and putting a couple away. So the two goals are promising, but so would the clean sheet be, uh, considering they conceded seven goals, uh, conceded goals in their last seven games. This be a big confidence boost for their defence as well. Yeah, like I think you've got to look at the entire game and what was going on, you know, across the entire pitch. And you're right, you know, going coming out of it without um, conceding is always important. Um, again, it's that confidence booster as well. Um, having a bit more time on the ball. I think what we noticed, um, you know, right from the get-go was that Vietnam kind of stood off um, and gave, you know, the back line um, a bit of room. So getting lots of touches on the on the ball is, is good. Um, uh, and then obviously being able to sort of set things up um, as you're going forward. So, you know, right from Vic all the way forward, um, you know, it's really important to have a look at the, the entire game and what's going on and, how well they're playing and their positioning right right throughout the you know the the lineup. So it's fair to say they haven't had access to their uh, most experienced and key cogs through the the whole lead up into the World Cup. Seeing Percival in there, obviously Riley as well, and and Bod, as you say, those combinations of those really experienced players, did it start to make a little, little bit more sense to you? And did it all start to just see a bit more? Did we see it a bit more clearly about how they will go forward and contend? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, like you say, um, with the, um, you know, adding of, of Rhea on the field made a huge difference. Um, and what it does is it just provides that leadership as well, having, you know, Ali Riley, as you say, come into into the team. Um, and then, um, you know, so, so that experience and calmness, you know, Rebecca Stott was another one. Um, it, it creates um, leadership. It creates confidence with the players around. I'd be very surprised if there was too many changes from what we saw. Um, but, you know, you've got players, I mean, you know, seeing Annalie Longo come off the bench after, you know, her rehabbing to, to get back in. I mean, she made a real difference. She looks fit, you know, she looks trim. Um, and, you know, she um, just looks really sharp. So it's actually, you know, we've got some options, which is also really important. You can't just play at a World Cup with 11 players. So having that depth um, is really, really important. We had a text that's come through straight away, Wendy, and pointed out, rightly so, that a, a, a win against a team ranked that much lower than them is hardly a resurgence. And that's not what we're saying. It's just a, a hell of a confidence boost. What will the step yeah. up be towards Norway then when it comes to the World Cup opener? And I understand they've got a game behind closed doors in, in Italy, which would, I guess, help harden them again. So it, the, the golf in class that they're going to go from Vietnam to Norway, how do you explain that? Yeah, look, I mean, I think what happens behind closed doors, you know, the team has been playing against boys, so a lot quicker, you know, having to be uh, quicker on their feet. And you're right, like, you know, we're all probably sitting there going, well, Vietnam, okay, where are they ranked? Um, they're going to come up against a lot stronger opposition. But um, they they needed that they needed that confidence last night, you know, like um, psychologically, um, you know, mentally, uh, as well as physically on the ball, that little bit of time on the ball, um, just to build their confidence. So I often think sometimes games like that are, are just as important um, to be able to then take that next step up. Um, 
the team is really familiar with Norway. You know, we've played them a number of times over the years. Um, we had a training game against them in 2019 um, in Spain and, and beat Norway. So, you know, they'll be going into it with a bit of belief, but also knowing that they're coming up against tougher opposition. So, um, yeah, I think we've got to take last night's win and, you know, a bit of a confidence boost, but they know that there's a massive job ahead. For sure. So we've got the Philippines in the middle there and then Switzerland uh, down in Dunedin, which will be a, a really defining match, you'd probably say. Yeah. Um, is is Switzerland right now well within our grasps or are we, from what you saw last night, is there still work to be done to tighten the screws to make sure we can contend? Oh, like any game, you know, they, they would have looked at last night's game um, already and be looking at, you know, where do we need to tighten up? What do we need to be working on? Um, again, looking at those combinations, did they work? You know, there was a lot of changes made in the second half last night. You know, again, just bringing, you know, new players on, uh, giving players opportunities. So, you know, you, you just never know quite, you know, you're coming up against opposition and you need to play a team that's going to um, make an impact against that opposition for whatever reason. So by the time you kind of get to the Philippines games in, in Switzerland, um, you'll be playing against, you know, different strengths of the opposition and you need to adjust to that. So um, I think giving players opportunities last night was, you know, a good thing. Um, but, yeah, I, they'll be going out, I, I think, for all three games looking to, to, to make some upsets and, um, get some points, you know, their their goal is to get through to the next round if they can. So, um, yeah, they'll be doing everything they can. I think the point you made around support from New Zealand is, is important as well because last night, I mean, there has been a little bit of deflation around it and around their results and the momentum or lack thereof heading into the World Cup. So seeing a 2-0 a and a clean sheet and a couple of goals last night will help with people getting in behind them for sure. We are can, we can be quite fair weather at times um, as a sporting public, Wendy, so it is important to have a winning yeah. side going, going into any major event. I'm wondering with... Women's football. I mean, when you look at the the FIFA Men's World Cup, when it comes around, you get a massive clash in styles between the countries coming from different parts of the world. Is that the same with women's football, or is, are the styles closer together depending where they come from? Is there a comparison there? Yeah, it's a really good point, actually. I, I think there used to be a big gap, but, um, you know, I think from when John Herdman took over and... Um, you know, really concentrated on a whole lot of educating, you know, young female players about football. Um, it really changed the shape of the game in New Zealand um, going forward and it actually made us a lot more competitive. Um, and you can see from the results, you know, in previous years how well we've actually done on the world stage. And I think, you know, your, your point around getting the New Zealand public behind us, it is really important. And I often ask people, what what are your expectations? Because... You know, women's football is massive and I think what we'll find in New Zealand is we aren't that across the women's game. Um, you know, we mm. don't know a lot about it. And so, um, you know, I often used to say as a player, the minute that you actually leave New Zealand, you realise how big the game is. Um, and we don't often get the kudos that we're playing in such a world global game um, that's taken leaps and bounds over, you know, the past decade or so. Um and is massive overseas. So I'd like to think that, one, New Zealand will get behind, you know, the football ferns and, and support them as best they can, um, knowing that they're coming up against some world-class teams. Um, it doesn't matter who you're taking on. Um, 
but but also too that they're, they're going to actually enjoy um, some really good women's football. Um, and if you look at you know kind of what the Black Ferns did, you know they they raised the profile of women's sport in general. Um, you know, which was fantastic. Um, we've just got to kind of manage our expectations as, as a public, I think, and understand that this game is massive and it's huge overseas. Um, and what a fantastic opportunity for our fans to be part of it. Yeah, I totally agree, Wendy. And having the Percivals and Rileys, etc., coming back from all corners of the world to add to the, uh, well, I guess, intellectual property of this team and then also yeah. teams going forward and, and the people and the kids and the, the little boys and girls that will watch this tournament and want to be involved at some level. I always felt like we, we missed a bit of an opportunity after the 2010 um, Men's World Cup and we just quite, didn't quite capitalise on that momentum. So you'd hope that we're in a better position if the football ferns can do something special to really kind of capture the moment and, and make it easier for next generations, eh? Oh, absolutely. Like, what an awesome opportunity to leave a legacy, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, if we've got young girls um, and boys watching that then suddenly go, well, I want to be, I want to go and play football, um, then that's a great result and that's a great outcome to see, like you say, you know, the kids in the next generations aspiring to be the next Rhea Percival or, or Ellie Riley or, you know, whatever. So just a great opportunity ahead for, for football in general. Cool. No, I, I completely agree, Wendy, and that's why I think it's important they got some. Um, they snapped the momentum back in their favour last night, even if it was just Vietnam. Great to chat. We're looking forward to hearing so much more further from you during the World Cup. It's going to be very exciting times. It'll be busy, but we're going to love it at SCNZ. So appreciate your time this morning, Wendy. No problem. Thanks very much.